Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Scott Pauling. True and lasting joy is only found in Jesus Christ. And God has designed the Christian life so that those who follow Him will not only enjoy the destination, they can also enjoy the journey. You see, we're all travelers in this world, and God has many wonderful truths to teach us along the way. For the next few moments, we turn our attention to the Word of God, the only roadmap for this journey. You'll find additional study helps and resources online at scottpauley.org. Join us now as we study the Scriptures together. It is our prayer that you will enjoy the journey. Through the years, I've often told people that my favorite book of the Bible, the book of Philippians, is a book about joy. And while I still believe that, I've changed my explanation a little bit. I actually believe the book of Philippians is about the gospel. You see, the goal is never joy. The goal is God Himself. The goal is found in the message of the gospel. And joy is a byproduct. When you preach the gospel, friends, joy will come. When you believe the gospel, joy comes along with that salvation. When you live according to the gospel, there's joy in the life of obedience. And so really, the joy is connected to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've discovered that already in Philippians chapter 1, where there are repeated references to the gospel. And why does God repeat Himself? Why is this special emphasis found in the opening of this book? Because the gospel is not only the way in which we come to know the Lord, it's also the truth that is to guide our Christian life. Now, the last time we studied together, we looked at a little phrase in verse 27 of Philippians 1. It is this phrase, the faith of the gospel. I mean, I say that's at the foundation. That's, that's where we begin. That is the life of a Christian. It is a life of faith. And in that verse, we discovered that we are to stand fast in one spirit with one mind. The idea here is you're not in this by yourself. No, when you came into the family of God, you came into a union not only with Christ, but with other believers, with brothers and sisters in this family. And there's to be unity, there's to be oneness among believers. And so it leads me to a second beautiful truth about the gospel in Philippians chapter 1. We began with the faith of the gospel, and now we move to this phrase found in verse 5, the fellowship in the gospel. The apostle Paul writes and says, For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. You see, when you came to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, whether you realized it or not, you entered into a wonderful fellowship with other believers. Every week of my life, I'm traveling. I'm in different churches and different locations. And one of the things that has been a tremendous joy to me is to show up in a part of the world where I've never been, where I know absolutely no one, and in a matter of just a few moments, I feel very much at home. And why do I feel at home? Well, my accent may be different, our culture may be different, the foods we enjoy may be different, but we have something in common. We have Jesus Christ in common. We have the same Father, and because of that, we're members of the same family. They're brothers and sisters in the Lord. And not only do you enter that family when you come to know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, but when you attach yourself to a local body of believers, when you join a New Testament church, you enter into a local fellowship 
of believers. And I want to just tell you, let me testify for a moment. There's nothing like being a member of a local assembly of believers. In our world, the local church has been diminished. Not in God's eyes, but in the eyes of the average person. People think they don't need the church anymore. May I remind you that Hebrews 10.25 still says, "...not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching." Isn't it interesting that at the end of the age, at the end of time, on the threshold of the second coming of Jesus Christ, the Bible emphasizes that we're to give more attention, not less attention, to the local New Testament church. Why is that? Because in that local assembly, we have the opportunity to enjoy and to contribute to the fellowship of the gospel. If you look at the opening verses of Philippians chapter 1, you find a number of things that are connected to this fellowship that is ours in the gospel. Let's just look at them quickly. In verse 1, the Bible says, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus which are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons. First of all, this fellowship of the gospel is provided for us a church. We have a local church. I wish I had time to talk to you more about this, but notice that Paul refers to himself as a servant, literally a slave of the Lord Jesus. And he refers to these believers as saints. Well, which are we? Are we slaves or are we saints? The answer is yes. We're both. The slave takes you to the lowest point. The saint takes you to the highest point. In Jesus Christ, we are saints. We have access to all that God is and all that God has. But we're also servants. We're slaves, bond slaves of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that should humble us. And this is the beauty of being a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to challenge you, my friend. If you're not a member of a local assembly of baptized believers, you should find such a fellowship immediately because that's one of the joys of the fellowship of the gospel. Not only do you have a church, but secondly, you have divine resources. And this fellowship of the gospel provides for us. Verse 2 says, Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. So you have not only other believers, but you have all of the grace and peace that God Himself, the head of the local assembly, provides to believers. And then in verse 3 and verse 4, you have others to pray for you. Listen to these words. Paul says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all making request with joy. One of the privileges of a local church, of the fellowship of the gospel, is prayer partners. People to pray with you and for you. And I'll tell you, when you come to great need, you'll understand this and appreciate this even more. Not only do they pray for you, they encourage you. Listen to verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ, even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart. Friend, every believer needs friends and needs fellowship. God provides for that in the local church. The buzzword today is people say, well, we need community. People need community. I believe that. But actually, we didn't invent that. The Lord put that in our hearts, and the Lord provided for that in the local church. And then, this fellowship of the gospel also provides us great promises. The Bible says that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. You have the promises of God in the gospel. Friend, thank God today for all that you entered into and all that entered into you on the day you trusted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. Never take for granted Christ and the local New Testament church. 
because it's through Christ and through His church that we can truly enjoy the journey. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Enjoying the Journey. The only thing that matters in this world and in eternity is your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you have never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, would you repent of your sin and by faith take Him as your Savior? Friend, God loves you and Jesus died for you. He died for your sins and rose from the dead so that you could have eternal life. You do not have to journey alone. Jesus will come into your life to be your constant companion. Simply pray, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. God promises that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you do know Christ as your Savior, He wants you to walk closely with Him. It is the only way to enjoy the journey. You may listen to today's Bible message again, as well as others in this series. Simply visit scottpauley.org today for resources that will encourage your faith and equip you to take the next step for Christ. If you have made a decision today or would like additional help, we would love to hear from you. Email us at connect at scottpauley.org or write to us at 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, Beckley, West Virginia, 25801. We will continue studying the Word of God together next time. And until then, may God help you to enjoy the journey.